Hey, everybody out there. I'm just an average guy talking about football. College football, that is. Chalk talk. Hey, good day, beautiful people, and welcome to College Football Chalk Talk. I am your host, C. Boyd, and I am grateful that you are rocking with me for a quick update on the top 25 rankings after week one, as well as a look of a few of week two's matchups and and some predictions. Now, I hope that your Labor Day weekend was a success. You were able to stay hydrated, cool, able to get maybe some of your important tasks done or just relax. I'm glad you made it through the weekend. I hope the week has been well for you thus far. And I'm glad you're with me here today. So sorry, definitely I'm a little few days late. I was trying to get this down for you on Tuesday, but it's been a grinding week. For me, nonetheless, with my health coaching practice, a day job, and just overall parenting, but I am still happy to be able to be speaking with you today, and I'm grateful for your ears. Some small talk, my weekend was pretty good. I definitely say I had a blessed weekend. I spent Saturday lounging around the pool and watching some football, of course, although after that Oregon game, I had to work out some frustrations and hit the gym. Sunday was barbecue day, of course. Enjoyed good food and fellowship with some of my neighbors. And Monday, just recovered, did laundry, a little bit more health coaching grind. And uh, now we're here. Now, before we get started, by any means, I am no expert. I'm just an average guy talking about football college football that is with no further ado let's get into the show well the first weekend of the 2022 season was headlined by Florida State's upset at Utah in the swamp Ohio State's win over Notre Dame Georgia's easy victory against Oregon Oh, and Florida State's crazy one-point win versus LSU in New Orleans. Now, Alabama, Georgia, Ohio State, and Clemson take the top four spots in this week's coaches poll, with Michigan at number five and Texas A&M at number six in the post-week one top 25 rankings. Now, with the first week of the 2022 season officially in the books, here are the top 25 teams of college football via the coaches poll released this past Wednesday. At number one, of course, we have Alabama, who defeated Ohio, I'm sorry, who defeated Utah State. Quarterback Bryce Young scored six times, and Alabama's defense allowed just 136 yards and pitched a shutout on Saturday's 55-0 win over Utah State. Up next, the Crimson Tide head to Austin, or their showdown against future SEC rivals Texas. We'll get more into that later in the show. 
At number two, we have Georgia, who defeated Oregon. The Bulldogs dominated from the opening snap, really from the opening kickoff. It was a 49-3 blowout of Oregon, while quarterback Stinson Bennett threw for 368 yards and two touchdowns and added one, one score on the ground. Georgia's revamped defense also looked strong, allowing only 313 total yards for the Ducks. Moving on, we have number three, Ohio State, who defeated Notre Dame. Now, the game didn't go as most expected, but the Buckeyes earned a hard-fought win over Notre Dame, 21-10. Instead of a high-powered passing game leading the way, Ohio State won with their de- with its defense. Moving on, we have number four, Clemson, who defeated Georgia Tech Monday night. Now, Clemson's defense showcased that it can be the top defense in the ACC. And there were some small signs of progress from the Clemson office in a 41-10 victory over Georgia Tech. And number five, we have Michigan who defeated Colorado State in week one. Now, uh, uh, Jim Harbaugh's team cruised to an easy 51-7 win over Colorado State, and the Wolverines dominated the line of scrimmage by recording seven sacks and 11 tackles for loss. The offense turned out 234 yards on the ground, and the quarterback battle was still continuing in week two with J.J. McCarthy getting the start. Bear with me one second. Throat's feeling a little parched. Gotta wet my whistle. Always got to keep some H2O aside. All right. Moving on, we have number six, Texas A&M, who defeated Sam Houston. Now, even with a lengthy weather delay, which made things challenge, which made more challenging conditions to establish continuity and consistency for Coach Jimbo Fisher's team. However, it's hard to argue with a 31-0 victory to open out the 2022 season. The Aggies need better production on the ground, who just had 110 yards on 32 carries if they want to continue to battle in the SEC. Moving on, we have number 7, Oklahoma, who defeated UTEP. Now, the Brent Venables era is off to a good start, I would say. Oklahoma crushed UTEP 45-13 in Venables' debut. Both sides of the ball chipped in on the easy victory behind quarterback Dylan Gilbrook. The Sooners averaged 8.1 yards per play, of off- per play on offense. Now the defense limited the minors to only 3.8 yards a snap and generated six sacks. Moving to number eight, we have Baylor who defeated Albany. Now, the Bears didn't sweat much in an easy 69-10 win over Albany. The offense recorded 573 yards. Woo! While the defense limited the great names to just 237 yards. Moving to number nine, Notre Dame, who lost to Ohio State, but the Fighting Irish played much better than most people expected. Coach Marcus Freeman's team still has some work to do and needs to improve their passing 
passing attack, which only had 177 yards that managed only 250 yards for total offense on Saturday's night contest. Now, moving to number 10, we have Oklahoma State, who defeated Central Michigan. Now, the final score, 58-44, to was a little deceiving if you didn't see much of Oklahoma State's win over the Central Michigan Chippewas. The Cowboys led 51-15 early in the third quarter, but the Chippewas scored 22 points in the final 15 minutes to close the gap on the scoreboard. Now, as a, now as indicated by the final result, Oklahoma State has work to do with the rebuild defense. But however, quarterback Spencer Sanders, who calculated 463 total yards and six overall scores, picked up where he left off from the Fiesta Bowl. Moving on to number 11. We have Michigan State. Now, Michigan State defeated Western Michigan. The Spartan used 14 fourth, excuse me, the Spartan, the Spartan used 14 fourth quarter points to pull away from Western Michigan and a 35-13 victory on Friday night. Quarterback Peyton Thorne tossed for tossed four touchdowns and UNLV transferred. Jacob Winman generated four sacks for the Michigan State defense. Sliding up to number 10, I'm sorry, 12, USC. Now, the men of Troy defeated Rice, and Trojans averaged about 9.3 yards per roll to an easy 66-14 victory over Rice. And Coach Lane Kipnis' debut all the Owls scored was only 14 points. USC's defense showed vulnerabilities and needs to clean up before facing Stanford. Coming in at number 13, we have NC State, who defeated East Carolina. Now, sometimes it's all about surviving and, and holding on for the victory. That's what NC State did in a tough road environment against an upset-minded East Carolina on Saturday. The Pirates rallied late, but two misses, an extra point and a last-second field goal went wide to give Wolfpack a 21-20 win. Coming in at number 14, we have Pittsburgh. Now, Pittsburgh barely edged out West Virginia 38-31 for its first victory. Having said that, the Panthers' 404 total yards allowed last week could spell disaster against the Volunteers, against a Volunteers team that dropped 569 yards on the Cardinals. Coming in at number 15, we have Utah. Utah had a tough loss to Florida. Two missed scoring opportunities inside the six-yard line, including an interception in the red in the end zone with less than 20 seconds left. Will halt the Holtz, will halt the Utes in a 29-26 loss in the swamp. Coming in at number 16, we have Miami defeated Bethune Cookman. Now Mario Cristobal's era. Um, Mario Cristobal's era in the Golden Capes 
was off to a good start. The Kings dominated Bethune-Cookman in a 70-13 blowout. Kudos to Mario. Still respect the guy. Go Ducks. Number 17, we have Arkansas, who defeated Cincinnati. Now, the Razorbacks pounded Cincinnati's defense for 224 rushing yards, and quarterback K.J. Jefferson accounted for four total touchdowns and a hard-fought 31-24 victory. Sliding, I mean, coming in at number 18, we have Wisconsin. Now, who defeated the Illinois, the Illinois State. A good sign in Wisconsin's 38-0 win over Illinois State quarterback Graham Mertz connected on 14 of 16 passes for 219 yards and a touchdown coming in at number 19 we have Florida defeated Utah now the Billy Napier era in Gainesville is off to a good start after an upset win over Utah the play of quarterback Anthony Richardson's 274 total yards and three scores was a big reason for the victory also, Florida's defense made two clutch stops in the second half to keep the Utes out of out of the end zone. Now at number 20, we have Kentucky, who defeated Miami of Ohio. Will Levi's appear to be in the mid-season form in Kentucky's 37-13 win over Miami over Ohio. The senior completed 21 of 32 passes for 303 yards, three touchdowns, and guided the Wildcats to an average of 6.1 yards per play. Coming in at number 21, Wake Forest, who defeated Mitch Giffords, was uh, was solid 21 over 21 over 21 of 29 for 28. 288 yards and three touchdowns. In his first start of quarterback for the Demon Deacons, Wake Forest scored on five of its first six drives and nearly and an easily 44-10 win over the VMI. Oh, excuse me. And then coming in, 22, Texas. Now the Longhorns opened their campaign with a lopsided win over Louisiana Monroe, but will have a golden opportunity for Texas to showcase its progress under Steve Sarkeesian when they battle the Crimson Tide. We have 23, Old Miss. Now, the Rebels' new-look offense started off well, battling up to a 21-0 lead with three rushing scores, and Jackson Dart passed for another in the third. But Troy still racked up 346 yards and forced three takeaways from Old Miss, who didn't score in the fourth quarter. Coming in at number 24, we have Oregon. Embarrassing defeat against Georgia, they were definitely overmatched. It's the easiest way to sum up the Ducks' performance in their 49-3 loss to Georgia. Oregon should be among the best teams in the Pac-12 this year, 
but there is a wide gap between this team and the top three teams, Alabama, Georgia, and Ohio State. Number 25, concluding the top 25, we have BYU. BYU defeated USF dominantly. It was the easiest way to sum up BYU's 50-21 victory over USF. Well, there you have it, folks. Your top 25 post-week one. Couldn't sum it up better myself after watching the majority of the games. Uh, definitely respectfully so. Deserve their rankings. Rankings really don't really matter to me, per se. I mean, it just is what it is. It's a number. I mean, except for the top four. Guarantees you a spot, at least college football playoffs. But other than that, it's just a flashy number to help get recruits, in my opinion. Anywho, moving on to week's two matchup. But before that, a short break. Yo, all right, we're back. Now, week two of college football season features some few huge matchups. The big noon kickoff between Alabama and Texas is a glamour matchup on the schedule, but a few other matchups will grab your attention. We have Kentucky facing off of Florida. That's a critical, critical matchup in the SEC. We also have SC, who gets his first prime spotlight game under Lincoln Riley at Stanford. Now, getting into some of these matchups, we have Alabama at Texas. This is on Fox, 12 p.m. Eastern. Now, the Longhorns are a big underdog at home, and this is a spotlight start for the five-star freshman quarterback, Quinn Ewers. Texas coach Steve Sarkeesian knows Nick Saban well, but this Crimson Tide team isn't going to freak freak out if the Longhorns make a few big plays early, which they probably will. Bryce Young keeps the Crimson Tide office machine rolling. It should be an easy victory for the Alabama. Another key matchup or another good game we have coming up this week too. Arkansas State at Ohio State. This airs 12 p.m. Eastern on the Big Ten Network. Now, Ohio State's new look defense with Jim Knowles was tough and then went over Notre Dame. The Buckeyes are the Buckeyes are 4-0 against excuse me. The Buckeyes are 4-0 against group of five teams under Ryan Day and they and they've won and they won those games by an average of 42 points per game. The line the not Ohio State should win big. Next matchup we have Southern Miss at Miami. This will air at 12 p.m. Eastern on ACC Network. 
The Miami fans will recognize Southern Mississippi's running back Frank Gore Jr., who rushed for 178 yards and two touchdowns in Week 1's loss to Liberty. But the Hurricanes scored 70 points in Mario Cristobal's debut, and Tyler Van Dyke will keep the offense in cruise control, heading into a road test against Texas A&M Week 3. Another matchup we do have coming up in week two, South Carolina at Arkansas. This airs 12 Eastern on ESPN. Now the Gamecocks have won the last three meetings, but the teams haven't met since 2017. Spencer Rattler threw two interceptions in his first start against Georgia State, so ball security will be paramount in Fateville. Rattler might get a chance for a game-winning drive late, but I still think Arkansas is going to win. Another matchup we have coming up in Week 2, also airing at 12 Eastern on the SEC Network, Wake Forest at Vanderbilt. Now the Commodores have a chance for a 3-0 start through the defense, um, excuse me, though the defense had a few fits against Elon in week against against Elon in week two or week one. Vanderbilt is two and three as two and three at home as a two and three at home underdog under Clark under Clark Leah. But Wake Forest has too much offensive power. So Sam Hartman's return is a success. I, I think Wake Forest is gonna definitely um, outmatch Vanderbilt. Mets, another matchup we do have coming in at two. I'm sorry, two thirty Eastern on NBC. Marshall at Notre Dame. Now Marcus Freeman's home opener should land the first victory through Marshall's impressed in their home. Though Marshall was impressive in their home in their opener with a 50, 55 to three victory against Norfolk State, the Irish will cause more problems for the Thundering Herd on defense. And the running game, and the, and the running game comes alive for the Irish at home. It's gonna be, it's a tight cover, but the Irish will pull through. Another matchup we have in Week Two, coming at 3:30 Eastern on ESPN Two. This is gonna be Appalachian State at Texas A&M. The Mountaineers nearly shocked North Carolina. And one of the most entertaining games in week one. And they should have the Aggies' attention. Texas A&M limited Sam Houston State to 198 total yards in week one. And Appalachian State should have their full attention if Heinz King protects the football. And they won't be as many problems. Appalachian State is a seven, I'm sorry, is a one to seven all time against SEC schools. And this could be their chance to shock the world again. But Texas A&M is going to win. Another interesting game, or just a game to, to, to view. <clears throat> Akron at Michigan. This air is at 4 p.m. Eastern on the Big Ten Network. 
Now the line has bumped up a half a point even though the Spartans should be able to control the Zips with a strong ground game and with a weathering pass rush. Akron led by new coach Joe Moorhead beat St. Francis 30-23 in the opener but allowed 189 rush yards. Michigan State will definitely win. It's probably going to be a blowout, my friend. Another matchup we have Houston at Texas Tech. Now, let's see. Now, Devin Smith impressed with four touchdown passes in his, um, in his place against Murray State, but Houston won a triple overtime thriller at UTSA, and the game could be just as exciting. I think Houston hasn't won in Lubbock since 1990, and the Red Raiders have won nine out of the last ten meetings. Uh, Definitely, uh, Houston should win in an upset. Even though I don't think this is an upset. (laughs) Another game they have on the schedule, 7 p.m. Eastern on ESPN. Oh, I'm sorry. Just to go back, that Houston and uh, Texas Tech game. That game airs at 4 p.m. Eastern on the Fox Sport 1 network. Depending on where you are watching um, your local, where you are, depending on your uh, carrier, I should say. Do another game we have Kent State at Oklahoma. Now, the Golden Flashes are definitely a a 0 5 underdog against ranked opponents and under Sean Lewis and this is yet another tough assignment on the road against the Sooners team building confidence around quarterback Dylan Gabriel it's called Dylan Gabriel I definitely see Oklahoma blowing out Kent State it's probably going to be like 48-10 48-0 another game that we have Aaron in week 2 we have Kentucky traveling to the swamp to face off against Florida. This is a 7 p.m. Eastern contest. ESPN is the channel. Now, these SEC East rivals have split the last four meetings. The Gators jumped into the top 25 after week one's upset against Utah. Kentucky might be without running back Chris Rodriguez, who was suspended in week one. Quarterback Anthony Richardson stays hot against the Wildcats in the duel with Will with Will Le- Levi's, and the Gators continue their hot start with the fifth year with first year coach Billy Napier. Florida wins in an upset. Well, Florida wins in a tough battle. I wouldn't really call it an upset, but in a tough, tough battle. <sighs> also have Hawaii at Michigan. This is 8 p.m. Eastern on the Big Ten Network. Now, the largest spread in Michigan football history and sophomore J.J. McCarthy will be making his first start. The Wolverines will run for more than 300 yards against a defense that allowed 272 yards 
on 7.5 yards per carry. The Wolverines might be, I'm sorry, the Wolverines might be in a good, uh, in a gut out mode in the second half, and the spread is going to be ridiculous. But I think uh, Michigan is definitely going to win and send Hawaii packing back to the islands, my friend. Another game, our last game I think we'll talk about today, Baylor at BYU. Now, a reason to stay up late will be the Bears that beat the Cougars 38-24 last season. But the road rematch will be tougher, and the line ticket is up a half a point in the Cougars' favor. A strong running game. And a tough offensive line travels well. Baylor, who was a road underdog under Dave, under uh, under Dave Aranda, but we think that Baylor will pull out the victory in a tough, tough matchup against BYU. Well, that's all beautiful people that's what I got for you for week two I'm always grateful that you tuned in and let me uh, tug on your ear for a bit as always please do subscribe to the show College Football Chalk Talk do share your comments thoughts, feedback good, bad, beautiful, ugly it's all welcome help improve, make this show great hope your week continues to be well The weekend comes into full fruition for you. And as always, stay beautiful, stay best, stay bold, stay you. Until next week, you guys be beautiful out there. It's your host, C. Boyd. Thank you again for listening to College Football Talk Talk. And I'll see you next week. I'm out.